welcome to episode 54 of The Ball Run, official podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bing. This Cogito PR produced content is sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. This is a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, ask the man nicknamed Ball Run about recent results, life on tour and life in general. Uh, good morning, mate. How are you today? Yeah, all good, thanks, James. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah, we just had our... Uh, We've just had our cup of coffee chat off air, so uh, I think we're both, yep. from, we're both good to go. Um, so obviously it's our uh, annual reflection show on events at the Crucible, um, and it, it was a mixed bag for you this year. Uh, you started by coming from 3-1 down to beat Dave Gilbert 10-4. Um, now, you certainly left some chances, but you produced lots of solid match play winning breaks to wrap it up relatively quickly. Um, and it was, I read it was the 11th time you've made the last 16 at the Worlds and the fifth time in the last five tournaments. Um, so, I mean, first of all, how did you feel the match went? And more than that, do you now feel that whatever the result, you're always confident of giving a good account of yourself in those uh, crucible openers? Yeah, obviously, I had a good bit of practice beforehand. Um, I practiced with uh, Matt Selt. He was obviously going up to the qualifiers. So I had a couple of games with him. Uh, Neil Robertson um, had a few games with him, a home and away, and then same again with Ronnie. Literally the week commencing the sort of World Championship. So um, yeah, good, good practice. Felt really good. Actually, felt confident of getting to sort of at least a semi-final. To be fair, um, but obviously sport being sport, sometimes it gives you a kick up the backside. Um, and yeah, even though I felt good, it just just didn't happen for me. Obviously, in in the second round against Mark, but uh, yeah, first round, yeah, I felt really good. Even at three one down, I knew my, my game was there. Um, I sort of dogged down Dave a little bit in in three uh, one for the next sort of couple of frames, and then sort of opened up again and uh, felt like I say felt very sort of comfortable and. Felt like I could score every opportunity I, I got. Um, felt, felt exactly the same against Mark Allen, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, obviously you mentioned it. We'll come on to that. I mean, what followed was a 13-4 defeat to Mark Allen next round. Um, you know, you made a couple of fifties, a couple of tons to win your uh, frames, um, but Mark played well, kept a tight grip of the match. Really, uh, there was obviously that pivotal eleventh frame where where you didn't clear up and he nicked it. Um, and you were also clearly uh, hunting a maxi late on and produced obviously a nice 103 to take to the final session. Look, Mark is clearly informed. He's, he's obviously well up for it this year. Um, but I just wondered, looking back on that match now, what do you think you could have done differently to make it perhaps a bit closer or, or even change the result? Um, it was just, as I sort of said in the sort of post, it was just frustrating. It felt really good. Um, I got, I did get my chances. Um, it might have been a couple of times I was sort of 50, 60 down, but the balls were there to clear up, and I just didn't sort of clear up. Uh, so I can't put really put my finger on it. Um, it just, yeah, it's just it's just one of those frustrating moments that in sport I suppose you get some days. But I think what was it at five three after the um, first session? I think I was, I was maybe happy with that. My concentration weren't great. But then the next sort of four frames, I could have so easily walked in at six all yeah. uh, instead of being nine three down, and uh, that was more or less that was more or less obviously against Mark. He, so he, he took every opportunity he got. It felt like I I just couldn't get the sort of the 
where I wanted, like safety-wise, even off just off the break-off, I kept leaving him the first long red, and sort of I was sort of twenty, thirty down before I had, I had a shot, and uh, it's just hard doing that against sort of someone like Mark's calibre. He, he uh, obviously his safety's really good. He's improved his B game, and uh, he just kept me under pressure near enough every shot. So it just yeah, sort of look back, say frustrating, but. Um, Batman won, obviously in that match that day, sort of thing. I think you're right. I think it was that middle section. It felt it felt like it was going to be a close match, and it felt like it was a close match as such. But he just obviously just got a grip of it. He took his chances, you know. Just he, you know that important section, like you said, six or nine three. It's it's a big difference, isn't it? And I guess that's where it was won or lost. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, I had the chance. I think the the first frame of the, of the night we had. Obviously, God knows how many chances each. I, I potted a red, potted a blue. I think I cannon the brown, snoop myself on the yellow when the balls are there to clear up. Um, and uh, he obviously then we missed the ball in, in the reds. I, I had a chance to clear up. Um, ended up, obviously, went from over there, mad black with the rest, left it over the hole. Uh, and there's two frames straight away. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those frustrating games. And, uh, like I say, it happens in, in in our game. Yeah, just clear something up for me. The commentator said he, he wasn't sure that all players would have wanted to have won the last one and take it into the following yeah. morning. God, how did you feel about it? Are you thinking, I'm still in this, I want to give it a good go? You know, what's, what's your take on it when it comes to it like that? Are you thinking, like, look, I want to head home or I've got, you know, I'm a professional? What goes through your mind at a time like that? I, I suppose I just relaxed a bit and thought, yeah, yeah obviously I've lost this. Um, it'll be it, like no one wants to finish the session early. Yeah. So obviously, when I got the ch- obviously he left me in the balls, and obviously I made no probably an, an easy hundred. Mm. Um, again, that's, that's how I felt like I was. I had yeah. a chance of playing, sort of thing. But coming back at twelve four, uh, I, I was trying to um, re sort of remember what was happening. Maybe probably like the Premier League when I beat. Sort of Mark Selby and Neil Robertson six nil six nil. So I'm thinking it's still a glimmer, but uh, yeah, just it's like I say, it's maybe probably one in a, in ten thousand for it to to happen. And uh, I miss obviously a, a, a sort of a sh- sort of easiest shot. Uh, I, I knew I was leaving the white in the in the reds, and as soon as I'd done that, I knew it was over. So yeah. Um... Who wins from here, mate? Uh, obviously, it's, it's uh, Luca and C and, and, and Selby and Mark Allen. What, what do you think? Who, who who do you think will win it? And uh, why do you think you know that person will win it? Um, maybe probably the underdog. Obviously, uh, the Chinese lad C. Mm. Um, he's he's maybe probably the underdog out, out of the three, out of the four sort of thing. Mm. Obviously, all, all the other four won tournaments, um, but he, he's playing. He's obviously playing carefree snooker and, and he's playing attacking. He ain't changing his game. It don't matter what what part of the match it is. He, he's still going for his shots. And uh, I think it'll be a, a, a pretty good game with Luca. Luca may probably feel a bit of pressure now. He's going to be favourite in that match. Um, but hey, Luca obviously finished the match off against Ronnie. He, he just played his game. He, he didn't care if he, he went for his shots. He didn't care if he missed or potted them. He, he, he's on a sort of a carefree attitude. So... I think he's he's a big danger. Yeah. Um, I could see him. I could see him getting getting his hand on that trophy. Yeah. Um, 
but you can't be experienced, obviously, with Mark Selby still in it. Mm. Um, I think that'll be a, a really hard battle against, yeah. obviously, the two Marks, Mark Allen and Mark Allen's playing, say, like a great B game. He, he needs to start scoring. Mm. Uh, I think I think Mark Selby, I sort of fancied him before the tournament, really. Um, he'd come off, obviously, a good win um, at the WST Classic. Mm. Um, obviously, speaking to him the final day, and he's had some obviously problems away from the table, family problems. So he, I think all that sort of come good now. So he, he can sort of, he's had a chance to practice and say the way he won that tournament in Leicester, I think he's, he's sort of near enough on, on form sort of thing. So yeah. I think he'll be, I think he'll be good to, uh, he'll be hard to beat, um, but sort of maybe I'm going to watch it and, and look forward to watching it. Yeah, it'll be an interesting weekend. Maybe a new name on the trophy, but we will see. Mm. So it's the close season coming up now and you've got a potential trip to Thailand coming up. Uh, what have you what have you potentially got planned for over there, mate? Yeah, I've, I've, first first off, I've got a trip to Molheim in Germany. I've got an exhibition over there. And then I've, I've met to have a few exhibitions in Thailand after. Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting on confirmation for that. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm meant to be going. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. Um, but my uh, Q creator guy, Mick, he's getting married and I'm meant to be the best man. So I might I have to go no matter what. Right. Oh, um, OK. Time to dig out the whistle. Is it? You've done best man okay. duties before? Or? Um, I've, I've done it for my brother, but... Right. It, it, we had obviously only, he only had a small wedding, so it, it didn't really um, didn't really sort of mean much. But uh, yeah. as in as in like the best man, what what are we meant to do sort of thing. But yeah. um, I'm not sure. I think it might probably be the same with uh, Mick and, and in Thailand. So okay. uh, I'm not sure what I'm meant to be doing or what. But yeah, um, yeah it'd obviously, be good to go out there and. And, and watch him get married, but uh, yeah. we'll see. Like I say, I'm I'm still sort of waiting and hoping that something comes through, something comes good. Um, but it, obviously, I'm like I'm meant to be coming coming back from Thailand on the 17th, and then right. on holiday with the family on the 18th to Morocco. So okay. it's all it's all a bit busy. But obviously, my wife says she's got a uh, MND walk on the on the 14th. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, yeah, we'll finish by giving that a bit of a plug. Listen, on the if you do do best man, feel free to shoot the speech over, and I'll uh, tidy up for it a bit, a bit for you if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Stitching a few nice lines, but uh, yeah, look, yeah. look. Finally, you you just mentioned it. Then uh, we'll mention your wife Michelle Charity Walk. Um, it will be the seventeenth annual Walk to Defeat MND event. Uh, it's organised by the Motor Neurone Disease Association's South Essex branch. Uh, it takes place, uh, generally speaking, in the South End area on Sunday, uh, May the 14th. And I know Michelle is um, is keen to get as many walkers signed up as possible. Now, I'll leave full details in the show notes. Um, we've got an article with, with all dates and times and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and we've talked about it before in this sh- uh, show before, Stu, but I'm sure you'd basically you'd finish by underlining the point that it's for a great cause and it's a fun thing to do, right? Yeah, obviously, it's close to our hearts. Obviously, uh, how long ago was it? Uh, nine years ago. Obviously, Michelle's dad passed away from MND, so so it's close to our hearts ever since. So it's it's all good for a good cause, and uh, normally you get a good good turnout. So hopefully, uh, 
it's a success that day and, and all, all good. Absolutely. Stu, that's great. Thank you very much for your time as always and I hope you enjoy your hard-earned closed season break. Yeah, thanks James, cheers.